Hello and welcome back to Beauty Brains in a Big Mouth, the podcast. My name is Kim and today we're talking about what it means to be unequally yoked. So I know that a lot of you probably have heard this before. There's probably some specific context uh, from which you've heard this and we're going to talk about it from a little bit of a different angle. So I'm scrolling around on the gram and I run across a reel from um, Kimberly Nicole Foster, who writes, um, I don't know if she would call it a blog. I'm going to call it a blog. Um, the blog for Harriet. And so she was posting from the for Harriet Instagram. And so it was a reel. And so she was talking about how she's was having these conversations or she gets asked this question all the time about would she date somebody you know that was like blue collar and she was like you know i have no problem dating somebody that makes less money than i do but i wouldn't date somebody blue collar and so she goes on to explain like just some of the, I guess, requirements, her personal requirements for her partner and how, you know, a college degree is kind of like a requirement and just some of the experiences that she's had and some things that she's seen kind of in her environment um, have, you know, kind of backed this up for her. Like there's reasons behind the fact that, you know, she wouldn't want to date at that level and also you know why some of the requirements that she has are important um for how she interacts with her partner and the health of that relationship and so she goes on to further talk about this situation not just from a financial standpoint but at this point now we're talking about socioeconomics right there's a lot more that goes into that than salaries and how much you make and that type of thing. We're talking about the socio part of socioeconomic. We're talking about, she referred to it as class. So, you know, whatever your stance is on that, whatever you believe as far as class systems in the United States, um, there are some experiences that are unique to certain, I guess, sectors of the population. And there's not a lot of overlap. And so as you are living your life and you're taking advantages of your different opportunities, whether that be different job opportunities, different educational opportunities, whether you, you know, if you think about how some people will move out of a less desirable area, location, neighborhood, and move, you know, to a different place, you know, some something like that. Let's keep that in mind, okay? So she's talking about it, you know, on those kind of levels and how it is, it becomes a problem when you're with someone who doesn't have the same experiences or who hasn't had a chance to have those same experiences and she's seen where that has caused a lot of resentment um 
more specifically when the woman is in the power position and the man is not. And so now he's resentful because, you know, there's a lot that he's not, he hasn't experienced. So there's a lot that maybe he needs to learn. Maybe there's situations where he doesn't quite fit in. And so, you know, it can become contentious and it can become uncomfortable for both people. And ultimately what happens is there's, there's resentment there. And so when the whole time she was talking about this, I was just thinking, you know, that's why you can't be unequally yoked. And so when you think about that phrase, obviously, I believe the origins of it, like straight up, like where it started, it's, it's from the Bible. And, you know, God says that, you know, he doesn't want us to be unequally yoked. And when you're looking at it from that perspective, it's really, you know, believers shouldn't be with non-believers. There's some issues that that can create and we don't want anybody to stray and that type of thing. Okay. But not being uh, unequally yoked extends to so many different areas of life, okay? Um, I've heard people use not being unequally yoked to refer to uh, race and how you should not mingle outside of your race. Uh, That's not what we're going to talk about here today. So I'm just, I'm going to throw that out there. And uh, you guys can do with that what you will. But um, I thought that in this particular instance, the idea of not being unequally yoked was very prevalent here because it's hard to maintain a healthy relationship with someone that is so unfamiliar with a lot of the experiences that you may have had in your life. And I'm not saying that you can't make it work, um, especially if you look at it just from an education standpoint. Someone with a college degree versus someone without. I have met so many amazing, extremely intelligent people that do not have a college degree. That I've had the most profound conversations with and they always make me think and they always really stretch me intellectually and i appreciate that so much and then i've met some people that have multiple degrees all kinds of letters behind their name and they're just straight up dummies so i've seen that firsthand and so i'm not saying that you, if you have a college degree, you only need to go for people with a college degree. That is definitely not the case. Um, however, I think from what Kimberly was saying that there are some experience and mind you, she's a Harvard grad. So that's even going to be like a next level thing, right? That's going to be a step up. Um, because having an experience at an Ivy and graduating from an Ivy, that's a completely different environment and experience than graduating and attending a state school, period. Um, 
And I mean, we can get into the nuances of higher education. I mean, there's going to be some profound differences between going to a public university and going to a private university. I mean, we can get down to the nitty gritty. So there's going to be a lot about these situations that are very layered. And so if you're going to nitpick, you, you got to be willing to get in the mud about it. Right. And so, like I said, I'm not saying that it can't work, but there are definitely some experiences that you get opened up to like there's some opportunities that are open to you and some experiences that you get to participate in having certain credentials versus not having those credentials right it's like working in certain industries and not working in those industries like you're going to have some experiences you're going to meet some people you know, you might rub elbows with some fancy peeps and be able to attend some, you know, some pretty lavish parties and events and things of that nature versus on the other end of that, where you're just, maybe you're just working a nine to five or you're working some kind of, you know, in this particular situation, maybe it's a blue collar job, that type of thing. Um, Maybe it's customer service and you're more so dealing with, you know, just your everyday people versus the elite or the upper crust of society. And so those people from those two worlds are, they might have some difficulty, you know, um, as far as what their interests are and what they read and what they watch on TV and how they spend their free time um, and things of that nature. And so she was really getting at that as far as you know there's some fundamental things about who you are as a person that are shaped by the experiences that you have and if your experiences have been way off from my experiences then it might make us it might make a relationship between us a little bit harder right as far as compatibility as far as just relation you know like how we relate to each other Um, the things that we're able to experience together, um, how we grow and develop and how we spend our time together. And if we wanted to build a family, what that looked like, um, we're talking about different schools of thought at this point, right? Um, and how that translates to our children, if we wanted to build a family and all of those kinds of things. And so the idea of not being unequally yoked really extends across many facets of life. And especially when you are looking to get into a relationship with someone and you're looking, especially when you're looking to build a life with somebody, right? And so I know our last episode, we spent some time talking about whether or not you can learn to live with the incompatibility. I think in this situation, it goes a little farther than just incompatibilities. I'm sure that you can find um, things that are the same. You can find common ground. But in this particular situation, you got to ask yourself, is it enough? Right. And so you see this trope play out in all kinds of ways. I mean, we've seen it in literature, Romeo and Juliet. I mean, they're from two different worlds. Right. 
to warring families, that type of thing, right? She's a Capulet, he's a Montague, there's no way, you know, we can't be together, right? And we know how that plays out. <laughs> so if that's not a big, you know, poster for not being unequally yoked, I don't know what it is. But like I said, there are ways that you, and I think that's the perfect example of, you know, yeah, sure, we can find some common ground. Romeo and Juliet found enough common ground to figure out that, hey, you know, we want to be together. We don't care that our families don't like each other, right? But it was a situation where I think that the incompatibility really kind of outweighed what the situation could have been. I hate to say outweighed the love, but I mean, like I said, we see how it kind of ended up. And so it, it, we shouldn't have to get there, guys. Shouldn't me talk, you know, we, we shouldn't have to, they were a little extreme. Maybe that example is a little extreme, but you know, like I said, it's, it's hard enough to find somebody that you want to build a life with you know somebody that has enough in common with you and and something in them for you to be like you know yeah i can take a chance right without compounding that with somebody that's really just kind of like out of your realm right and again you've heard that before too and somebody says oh so and so they're out of my league and you're like most of the time when you hear somebody say, you know, that somebody's out of their league, we're really talking about like a physical appearance situation, you know, like, oh, she's a 10 and I'm a four. <laughs> but this can be applied in this situation as well. You know, when you start to think about somebody's uh, intellectual capabilities, when you start to think about, you know, culturally what they've been through and what has gone on with them, you know, um, you may be well-traveled and you come across somebody that you find interesting and they've never been outside their hometown. You know, that could present, you know, a little bit of a problem. And then again, there's layers to that too, because, you know, you hear people talk about all the time, like, you know, uh-uh, you need to get a passport because you're not going Miami and Atlanta me to death. You know, <laughs> there's travel and then there's travel, right? And, and of course, again, traveling is akin to higher education in that you get a completely different experience because you're opened up to an, a whole new world when you can leave your country and you can go spend time in somebody else's culture and you can immerse yourself in their way of living, what they eat, the music that they listen to, how they move around their towns and their, you know, the different shopping and the markets and the locals and just the traditions. And there's so much to learn about so many other places. Right. And that is an experience in and of itself. It can change you, right? You start to think about just kind of like how you're living your life and what that means to you. And maybe you incorporate, you know, traditions from the places that you've traveled and things like that. And for some people, you know, you get bit by that travel bug and you just want to go, 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 go. And so education and level of education can do that as well. 
you know, you go off to college and you have that experience in that environment around those people, you know, you're going to meet all different kinds of people from all different kinds of places. And whether it's just right here in the United States or right there in that one little state, People do different things everywhere. They live differently everywhere. You know, you don't have to get on a plane and go super far to find somebody that lives differently than you do. And that's going to be a new experience for you. So these different facets are going to open up different experiences for you. And then, you know, also education is transformative. And so having that degree under your belt or some kind of credential, it's going to open up more opportunities and it's going to give you a chance to further those experiences. And so when you meet someone that just is not on that level, they don't have those experiences. And furthermore, for people who aren't interested to have those experiences, that's where it can become a really big problem. I mean, that's an issue for me. I, I don't think that there's there's not a degree requirement. I don't require, you know, my person to have a college degree. Because like I said, I've met amazing people that don't have college degrees that I could talk to all day long who can, you know, challenge me intellectually. And we always have great things to talk about. And they've you know, they have great experiences on their own without having that. So that's not a requirement. However, I do need for you to have some kind of passion and ambition, right? And that can be in any in any shape or form. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go to school and you're going to get all the degrees. But in whatever it is that you are doing, I want you to be passionate about and I want you to be ambitious to continue to grow and learn because there's always more to learn and there's always ways that you can get better. So it doesn't matter that you've been in the same job for 10 plus years doing the same thing or whatever. How are you growing and developing and learning and making it better? And what are your ideas for how you're going to take the next step, you know? Um, because there's always a path forward. And so I think a big part of being unequally yoked for me would be that person that lacks ambition and lacks initiative and kind of just settles, right? Because fundamentally, that is opposite to me in every way. And so that is something that would be hard for me. That is what I would qualify as way more than just incompatibility. And so I think that, I think that when people hear the For Harriet video and they're like, oh, you know, she wouldn't date somebody that's blue collar, you know, that's kind of snobby. I think you have to think about it in terms of not being unequally yoked. I have worked hard to be the person that I am, accomplish what I have accomplished, and I cherish all of the experiences and the opportunities that I've had, right? 
I would never use that as a reason to exclude anyone or to put anybody down or make them feel bad about whatever their experiences or their situations have been. Absolutely not. However, I do know that a lot of that is fundamental to who I am. And if I can't be who I am with you and we can still gel, then it's just not going to work. And a lot of us being able to gel is one of two things. Either you're similar to me in that aspect, in that you've had experiences and opportunities that are similar to mine and, you know, have made you who you are, like you feel similar about your situation that I do about mine, or you can appreciate that I feel the way that I feel. Say your situation is not the same as mine and maybe you haven't had similar experiences or opportunities, but you can definitely appreciate and understand where I'm coming from. Now, I think those are two options for where maybe there's some incompatibility, but that's incompatibility that I can live with. I don't classify that as being unequally yoked. So I I thought that what she was getting at was very interesting. She did have me hooked at the beginning of the video because I was like, what, what, wait a minute, you know, what's wrong with blue collar? And then, you know, she went on to explain. And again, all, a lot of that can have to do with your past experiences and most definitely your personal preferences. Um, but I think there's a lot to be said about not being unequally yoked and thinking about that from every facet of life because we're humans and we're multi-layered and there's so much more to us in how we move in this life and how we want to do that with somebody else than just our religious preference or our um educational level or whether or not we've left the country, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's easy to dismiss some of those things. However, um, there, there's layers to that as well. And, a, and those, those topics are very nuanced and you can really get into them and uh, figure out how they do affect who you are and how you move forward and who you attract. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a deep conversation but I think it's something that's worth thinking about. So let me know what you all think. What are other ways that you feel you can be unequally yoked in a relationship? Leave me some of that in the show notes. I would love to hear uh, what other people are thinking as far as this is concerned. Very interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. It was very thought provoking. I hope it provoked some thoughts for you. And yeah, hit that follow button, rate this podcast five stars. We love to see it. We will see you in the next one. Bye guys.